There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Wyatt Tomchek in for the vacationing Kelly Bidlin on this week of Bet Bash. Once again, city not big enough for both Bet Bash and Kelly. Um, Wyatt, how you doing, by the way? You good? Good. good. You know, the Atlanta Braves uh, frustrated me last night. I had to turn the game off, and they came back and won. So. They did their thing. That's all I can ask for. Avoiding the, uh, the two-game losing streak to the Pirates? Yeah, that, that was that the most been... frustrating part. Yeah. Because I was, I was kind of taking a nap because I'm not a morning person. I haven't been for like the last nine months. And every time I would wake up, it was a Pirates home run. So I was like, you know, I need to, for my well-being, I need to turn this off. You are, you are expecting a World Series title, correct? Nothing short of that will satisfy you. At this point, Nor yes. should it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to be disappointed because I felt like that way last year. I feel like I need to say the baseball postseason, though. It's really, you know, it's a crapshoot. But I don't know. For this team, I don't know. They, well, they are. You, Dodgers fans will have something to say about it, but they're, they're clearly the best. It's like when they, when they made it in 2021. It's, and with the Phillies last year, it's just it, you just got to find that team that's playing well at the right moment. You know, maybe a couple weeks before postseason and. They get on a roll, and it's like, wow, they're, they're the uh, 98 Yankees. Easy. But, yes, they, the, are, the, they, are, the, uh, they are insane some nights. Some nights you just look at this team, you're like, they're just unbelievable. Or the uh, even-year Giants. Sorry. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Now, now, now <laughs> I understand. Uh, coming up on the show today, again, because it is Bet Bash three-week uh, down at Circuit. Yesterday, uh, Rob Pozzola was kind enough to come in studio from the Hammer Network and the Circles Off podcast. Michael Craig from Right Angle Sports uh, was in with us as well today. From Bet Bash, Jason Weingarten, our old buddy Jason Weingarten. Instead of being under a cloud of smoke, he's going to be here in studio. How about that? Like that in his, maybe, I don't know, tracksuit maybe? I don't know what we'll get from Jason today, but we'll get all his betting thoughts, that's for sure. And Matt Buckalter, for those who uh, are, for, are unfamiliar with Matt, Matt was here last year for Bet Bash 2. He came in studio. He is on Twitter at Plus EV Analytics, the instructor of the art of sports betting analytics. His brain is larger than all of ours. Let me just start by saying that. But he came on here last year. He gave, I want to say, yeah, I don't want to say, I know exactly. It was seven alternate season win totals in the NFL. He went five and two on them for the year. And those are alternates, by the way. Those were not uh, straight up season win totals, as I recall. Today, he is, he's going to come in and he's refined his model. We'll try not to get too far into the weeds that your head will explode. But he's got a bunch of alternate season win total plays. And he's got some other rando NFL bets 
that he has made based on the refining of his model. And we'll get into his process. We'll get into his head on that. Uh, Tim Lawson in studio as well from the Better Life podcast will be in studio to talk soccer with us. The Women's World Cup now in the quarterfinals. What's he got now? Have you Has your viewership tailed off on this, Wyatt, ever since the U.S. got knocked out? Uh, well, since the hours were so cruddy and I wake up yeah. so early, I, I can't do it. Yeah. I, how you do for the Australian Open, I can never do it. Oh, that's intense. Will Hill, by the way, as well, talking uh, his baseball picks. They all his baseball thoughts. Always fun when Will joins us as well. Um, random football stuff. Harkening back to yesterday's show, also want to talk about uh, what happened yesterday. I guess the weirdest thing that happened yesterday. We'll get to the show part in a minute. But you see the uh, the Washington football team thing that happened yesterday with Ron Rivera? It, it, this is so – now, again – this is post-Daniel Snyder, but on the other hand, it's Daniel Snyder drift because this is still Ron Rivera, who was hired by Daniel Snyder. But just a little reminder that's, that things are still probably mishugging a little bit in Washington. First of all, the headline was bizarre. I, f- I first saw the headline. It's like, some commander's players, quote, concerned by Eric Bieniemy's intensity, comma, Ron Rivera says. And you're like, wait, what? Ron Rivera said that? Yep, sure did. Apparently, he was asked by a reporter about, uh, you know, demands of the offense, if it's different these days. Uh, and Rivera went out of his <laughs> sort of went out of his way. I don't want to say he threw Eric Bieniemy under the bus, but he, he goes, quote, I had a number of guys come to me and I said, hey, just go talk to him. Understand what he's trying to get across to you as they go and they talk and they listen to him. It's been enlightening for a lot of these guys. I mean, it's a whole different approach. But then he continues. As a coach, I have to assimilate and get a feel for everybody. Eric has an approach, and it's the way he does things. It's not going to change because he believes in it. Jack, talking about Jack Del Rio, he's defensive coordinator, his buddy, has his approach. Having been a head coach, I think Jack has a tendency to try to figure guys out a little bit more as opposed to, hey, this is it, this is the way it's going to be, that type of stuff. Eric hasn't had that experience yet, which is the oddest thing for a head coach. I'm on the heels of the, of the day where the Baltimore Orioles, through their play-by-play guy, into a suspension for no reason whatsoever. More drama, this time inside the Bellway, from the Commanders, where Ron Rivera, for no particular reason, it's like he's it's, it's like he's playing to an audience of one and saying, well, I know you think this is the new shiny object over here, but uh, I'm hearing. It's like the Trump thing. I don't know, I'm hearing. It, it's weird. It's For him to say that about a guy he just hired, you know, in February, March, whatever, it's not like he's been over there for three, four years. He's been there for... Handful of months. The enemy, not backing down with any of it. He said he's going to be, he's just going to be he, who he is. And in fact, it was a third person uh, tour de force. Quote, Eric Bieniemy is who he is. Eric Bieniemy knows how to adapt and adjust. Eric Bieniemy is a tough, hard-nosed coach. But also understand I'm going to be their biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also their number one fan because I've got their back and I'm going to support them at all times. I would like you to uh, start every sentence with Wyatt Tomchak today, if you could. Refer to yourself in the third person. That'd be I can, awesome. be, I can be like The Rock. That'd be cool. So anyway, what what is this? What does this all mean? I don't know that it means anything except for. Is it too early to talk Survivor Week One? I just want to say this again. Let's let's reinforce the point about Survivor Week One. We're all talking for months about the NFL season, but we all quickly learn weeks one and two of the NFL season, especially Week One, that we know some, but we clearly are far from knowing all. And so the Washington Commanders are one of the few teams in week one that have a larger than a six point that have larger than a six point spread where they're larger than six point favorites. 
and they are going to be an extremely popular Week 1 National Football League play in Survivor. They are hosting the Arizona Cardinals. They are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, Listen, do I think they're going to win? Yeah, I do. But it is a friendly reminder that this is a game, and that game theory applies. And if you know that most people are going to take the approach of, well, I don't know how many other opportunities I'm really going to have to take the commander. So, well, it's commanders it is. Uh, the game theory would tell you, mm, maybe go a different direction. Now, for those of us who will have multiple entries, let me just be upfront. Will I have some of those on the commanders? Sure, I'll have a few on the commanders. But will I have close to all of them on the commanders? Oh, hell no. Because would it be the most shocking thing in the world for the Colt McCoy-led Cardinals, I guess that's who's starting, to beat the commanders? I don't know. Not the most shocking thing in the world. I don't expect it to happen. I'm a commander's guy. I hope they win. But if, if Survivor, if for, for Survivor reasons, it's beneficial to me for them to lose, oh, I will be quite happy if the Cardinals win. I'm just saying this is still enough dysfunction to just remind you of these things as it comes to something like Survivor. We don't know everything, and sometimes teams are telling us in their own way, yeah, we might not all be, you know, elevators not going to the top floor as a franchise quite yet. Um, other things about yesterday's show, just some football betting notes. You know, we had Drew Dinsick on. I, I hate to incite guest on guest crime. I never want to do that. Why? That's bad form from a host. But Drew was talking about uh, teasers. And then Steve Fezzik, um, Steve Fezzik texted in, which I always appreciate because he has not only his own perspective, but he has, you know, oftentimes mathematical facts to share with us that we should clarify points. And so one of the things he was talking about, I don't know if you remember uh, Drew's talk, he was talking about what what works with teasers in preseason versus regular season. One of the things that Fezzik wanted to stress, and I think he's absolutely right in doing so, is to let everybody know that, you know, we're talking minus five and a half, minus six point teasers have, you know, they might have historically won, but that there is always an alternative bet to make. So a minus, 220, uh, minus 225 money line is the same bet with way less VIG. So... Don't tease minus five and a half, minus six. Just play the money line. A minus 110 six-point teaser has minus 260 per leg. Minus 225, way better than minus 260. Just keep some of these things in mind because we do get into a, you know, a sort of rut where we get into a cottage industry of, oh, teaser of the week, teaser of the week. We all do it. I do it. We all do it. Um, but just know that sometimes in all of our programming, not just here but everywhere, we tend to forget such simple things. And people just, the average better, the newer better, intuitive, you know, just sort of doesn't, isn't born wanting to lay minus 225. But just know mathematically in this case uh, that it is the smarter wager. David Purdom is at Bed Bash too. We, he's one of the few that I think may not be able to come down here to hang out with us. He does such a great job over at ESPN Chalk. He wrote a piece this morning, though, which I wanted to just share just points about the NFL as well. And again, Matt Buckalter on uh, NFL season win totals, alternate season win totals, and other bets later on the show. We'll also uh, hear from Jason Weingarten. He's got some stuff to say about preseason week one. But one of the things, because he was going through his normal thing, like, oh, the, this book has the biggest bet on this. Uh, just a couple things um, from that, and we'll get to the the NFL sort of betting numbers here. But um, more money bet on the under on the Raiders season win total. That has been bet on any other teams under that at Caesars, I believe. The Falcons win total, which opened at seven and a half, is now eight and a half. The most money bet on the over of any team at Caesars. So he does a lot of that. 
by the way, BetMGM, our sponsor, more bets on the Jets to miss the playoffs at plus 115 than on any other team to make or miss the playoffs over at BetMGM. And just a note from Dave about uh, numbers here. Last season, 16.4% of NFL games, including the playoffs, ended with a margin of victory of three, twice as much as any other margin of victory. Seven was the second most common margin of victory at only 8.2% of games. The reason I bring that up again, back to teasers, we always say, this is with long teasers, the threes and the sevens. And lately, in the last couple years, you've heard a lot of people say, oh, maybe threes and sevens aren't the most important. They still are the most important. Regular season football we're talking. Anyway, some other good stuff uh, in there from Purdom, including uh, points per game dipping to a five-year low, 43.8 points. But the win totals have dipped as well. So the market is pretty commensurate with that. We'll come back. Will Hill's thoughts on baseball and beyond. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account. And start blazing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever you sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800. 522-4700. We get tweets at beating the book. I always appreciate the uh, the feedback. This is from uh, oh, plus EV analytics, Matt Buckalter, who uh, tweeted, he says, a reminder that he's coming on with us in just under an hour. And he said, uh, apparently Jason Weingarten is on after him. So the viewers get a nice juxtaposition of the uptight Torontonian and the laid back California. That's what we're going for today on the show. John B. Oh, Gil, it was so cool to see you on Hard Knocks last night and find out you're the voiceover dude. It's a picture of me and Liv Schreiber uh, next to each other. Man, come on. I fell asleep on Hard Knocks yesterday. 10, 15 minutes in? I was out. That was enough for me. I'll try, the, voice I'll try. Of, the voice of God just put you to sleep? Yeah, he said the voice of God, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers did. 
that I saw that part, then I fell asleep. I'll, I'll try to rewatch. Los Vegas 514. Yo, can you imagine Rigo, Monk, Clark, Jacoby Stark saying such nonsense? I guess they don't make players like they used to. Shaking my head. Matt Buckalter also uh, reminding us that last year we did the whole thing with his season win totals about first-year coordinators, old coaches, or new co- uh, or new coaches and old coordinators and how that does not work out. Uh, in the NFL, so the Biennium news sort of perfectly timed for that. Real quick before we get to Will Hill, um, yesterday tennis two and one. The one loss was on the big, uh, nearly three dollar favorite, or at least it got to a three dollar favorite. Or it was well north of two dollars on Talon Greek Sport. He couldn't get it done in two close sets against uh, Sasha Zvera, but we did hit both others. Uh, Alex Dimonor won in straight sets as a slight favorite, and then Camila George is a plus one twenty three dog. She took down Bianca Andreescu. Uh, lickety split, straight sets, really tidy victory. Today there was only one play. This is one of these days in Montreal for the women, in Toronto for the men, where the lines are pretty, pretty appropriate. I mean, there's a lot of big favorites today, and that's really a reflection of the uh, the talent level and the data levels, quite honestly. And the only play that I did have, and this is was again vcin.com slash picks. I send them in on the overnight before we all go to bed here on the West Coast. I got Ludmila Samsonova at minus 119 against Zhang Xinwen, the lovely and talented Zhang Xinwen. The problem is, is that here now on the show, Samsonova's minus 152. So we already have, we now have 33 cents of CLV on this if it, if it stays. And I can only tell you that recently we've had, on any number of matches, 40 cents of CLV, 25 cents of CLV, 20 cents of CLV. None of it has has translated into victories necessarily. So I don't know that this will. I just know that we got the best of it at this current number, and I would not play it um, at current price at minus 152. I would not play it any higher than minus 135, if you can find that on Ludmila Samsonova. But in case it gets back to that number, just so you know. Let's bring in Will Hill, VEASAN Zone, at not the Will Hill on Twitter, to talk uh, some baseball bets that he's made and beyond. How you doing, Will? What's happening? Okay. Uh, green didn't go well today. Actually, I, I thought about just canceling my spot. I'm not in the best of moods. It's just a couple of, a couple of bad guesses and um, it just got derailed. It's funny. Every time you, you mentioned Samson, Samson over, or, or I see that name, I think of the dumb and dumber with the, uh, the Samsonite, but. Oh, that's not uh, what I think of. I think of Levert's yeah. smash Casanova and I sing Samson over all day long. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So what was your grid score? What's going on? Hold on. I'm don't, okay. don't bury the headline. What was your grid score today? Right. You're great at this game. Two forty four. I I just had some flat out misses. I don't know. There was uh. I just got to go go back to the drawing board and get better. That's all I could do. You know what they've done a lot of them. We're talking, by the way, for those who don't know. Yesterday, I talked at length about the Immaculate Grid, which is just this fantastic online baseball game. They I've noticed they've done a lot of players that a lot of fake outs. Like there was an RA. There was there was a Mets and Toronto vertical columns. Mets and Toronto, and then they had two hundred strikeouts. And I went Dickey on the Blue Jays when, in fact, it was him on the Mets that had 200 strikeouts. So that was – and I think why it just sort of tipped me off. They might have done something like that today, too. So there's a lot of fakeouts happening yeah, the, the grid was awful today. Yeah. Only five for me today. Oh, only five for Wyatt. I almost wanted to go home. I missed I missed the uh, Twins Rookie of the Year. I was, I was very upset. <laughs> What's your average, Will? Just the last thing on this. You're really good at this game. 
No, it, it's funny though. You always, we always talk about like betters that only talk about their wins and don't show their losses. I am exactly that with grid. When I have a great grid, I can't wait to show you show Felica, but when it's bad, I just, I, I don't mention it. We skip over it. So I, I do pretty well on it. I look, I, I do pretty well on it. it. It's a combination of having a very good memory and having zero to little life, basically yep. just not having social life, not having friends. And just, uh, yeah, like you said yesterday, man, these, these baseball players just stick in your head. I don't know if it's because there's 162 games and, Baseball's an everyday sport. Football, all the games are on at once at you know same times a lot, and there's only 16 of them. So maybe the football players just don't stick, at least for me. But it, it's fascinating to just analyze what you know and what you remember and why you remember. It's, it's crazy. It's so great. It's so great. It just tells you so much about your what you remember in life, your brain, how it was activated certain times of your life, how it was not active in others. Uh, let's talk about today's baseball slate. You have one play. What do you like here? Uh, I got two on the on the games today. I went under nine and a half Rockies Pirates. I just don't like either offense. Hauser's pitching for Milwaukee. He's actually pitched well. Uh, Flexen's going for Colorado. He has not pitched well, but his numbers he he's due for some positive regression. If you look at his batting average and balls in play, I mean he's 360 on batting average balls in play. He's due for some better luck. Uh, and Hauser's pitched well. You got a day game here with two lousy offenses. So I will go under the nine and a half. Especially you have a home team is a big favorite. Uh, you're unlikely to get that. Uh, that bottom of the ninth at bat. So minor edge there. I, I will play the under nine and a half Rockies Brewers. And I did play the Cubs. I think it's minus one ten, minus one fifteen on the money line with Hendricks over the Mets. Three, these are two teams going in different directions. Peterson's pitching for the Mets. He hasn't pitched more than three innings since it's been over a month. I think early July. They went from put him as a starter to bullpen back to starter. So he's not really stretched out. That means you're going to be into that bullpen for the Mets. That's never a good thing. Uh, and the Cubs are just look what, what a story the Cubs are. So I'm, I'm going to take the Cubs here and I look, they're two to one at DraftKings to win the division. I, I think that's, I'm surprised there's a two in front of that number. I really think it's a toss up between them and I, you can't count discount Cincy because they're so close. But, man, I, I just have a hard time seeing Cincy with that pitching. Let's Lodolo and Green come back and come back quickly and are effective. I just – I kind of feel like the Cubs are going to win. I, I don't know. You can't make them favor, but I, I just think that 2-1 to is crazy. So I did play the Cubs to, to win that division. Well, did you hear my whole – was this yesterday or the day before? It was the day before. My whole – One day. Yeah, the, yeah. My whole thing on the fan graphs and the baseball reference numbers juxtaposed against the current betting market of to make the playoffs and to win the division. And there was no question that the topic sentence of that whole mini research project was what's with these numbers on the Cubs. Now, none of us know if it's actually going to get there and manifest, but in terms of what constitutes a good bet, if you believe baseball reference, right, this is two days ago, the Cubs should have been minus 345 based on their percentages to, to make the postseason. Even I admit that's too high, but you get the idea. Uh, and then minus 155 to win the division. Instead, plus 105 and plus 195 to win the division respectively at DraftKings. And as you said, even north of $2 uh, in some spots. And so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of your, your, if you're, if you're doing this right, you make a bet, whether it gets there or not, that has to be a bet you're prepared to lose. I totally agree. Have you made a bet on the Cubs? No, I have not. Got to get there. Got to make it. Wow. I'm surprised you sound you sounded so gung ho about it. I'm surprised you didn't bet it, but yeah, I'll tell you why. Uh, I Can I tell you Toronto? This... Can I tell you why? Yeah, go ahead. Because life is in the way. Sure. I, sure. Uh, I'm telling you right now. Ah. There's too many people in town. There's too many people in town. My brother, my girlfriend, my cousin's son. Like I cannot get away to make a bet. It is driving me Wine crazy. Wine garden. <laughs> 
white card on top. Why you got to see white card? Everybody's a dead. Make sure he doesn't. No, but make the, sure he doesn't get away. But here's the thing: him. it's lingered. I can still go make this bet. So I just wanted to stay up there. Yeah. I will have. I don't have it in pocket yet, but I will have it in pocket by the end of this. Let me know what the best number out there is. If there's a better number in Vegas, because I'll I'll shoot somebody a text. But yeah, two to one to me is, is a good number on the Cubs. Um, I just think that's uh, I just think that's too high, and I think they play Toronto this weekend. After that, they didn't get in trouble looking too much into these schedules, but after that, they do have a really soft stretch to the schedule coming, where it's a bunch of Royals, Tigers, White Sox, maybe the Rockies, somebody else bad. There's like a 10, 12 game stretch where they have a really soft uh, landing spot coming up. So, uh, look, the the Brewers had a chance here with the Pirates, the Rockies. They had a, a, a soft stretch to the Nationals, and they haven't capitalized. So, I, I feel like the Cubs are going to win it. All right, you have one more baseball bet that you'd uh, like to share as well, right? Yeah, I think Baltimore at, at DraftKings minus 160 to win the division. It does not sound like McClanahan's coming back for Tampa. Baltimore leads by three in the loss column. I'll, I'll just take my chances with Baltimore. I, I think three is a – it's not an insurmountable lead at this point, but to me, they're just as good, if not better than Tampa, and you're going to give me a three-game lead in the loss column. That was a terrible loss last night, but uh, I think 160 is a reasonable price here for the Orioles. And man, it, I'm kicking myself because there were some great prices all year, but hey, you got to play the ball where it lies. I think that's a decent number. Yeah, can we put to bed the Bautista Cy Young thing? I mean, he was, he was never going to win the Cy Young anyway, but now can we no. just not talk about it anymore, please? It reminds me, he got a little Armando Benitez in him. It reminds me a little oh, Benitez. Don't say that. No. Not a compliment. That is, yeah, not a, that is not a compliment. Armando Benitez was, you know, look, it's in the history of closers, there's so many of these. But has there ever been a more feast or famine guy on a, on a nightly basis? And no. then there, there was a stretch where he was just miserable, too. So, yeah. Don't remind me. Was he as bad on the Mets as he was on the, on the Orioles? Was he? He was a Yankee, too, yeah, for those yeah. for grid players out mm-hmm. there. For grid players out there, hang around. Let's talk some more baseball, if you would. Will Hill, everybody, right. at not the Will Hill. Vison's own numbers game. Vison, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on Vison, the Sports Betting Network. Power ratings, picks, previews, predictions, pro, as in become a Vison Pro subscriber, getting all access passed to our betting tools, betting splits, and the 2023 College Football and NFL Betting Guides. Both the College Football Guide and our NFL Betting Guide will have you ready to turn a profit on the gridiron this year. The only way to get the guides and everything we have to offer is to become a Visa Pro subscriber, and you can do exactly that at vcin.com slash subscribe. Gil Alexander, Wyatt Tomchek manning the ship today in uh, Stead, in Kelly Bidlin's Stead. I like to use the word Stead. Skill Alexander, Will Hill, uh, kind enough to join us for a couple segments today. Will, uh, Shane McClanahan, the Tampa Bay Rays all-star uh, pitcher Shane McClanahan, according to Kevin Cash, probably likely not to pitch again this season. Um, have his injured left forearm evaluated by another specialist soon, but, quote, highly unlikely is the exact quote that he will pitch again this season. He's off the board now. If you look at the betting numbers for AL Cy Young, he doesn't, he doesn't appear anymore. It, does this induce a bet for you? In this market, Garrett Cole now minus 275. You think that's justified? It feels like it's a little high, but then the next obvious question is, all right, who are you playing? I mean, yeah. Valdez really hurt himself last night. I don't know. I mean, it, what's what's the number on Gossman? I don't have the numbers plus, in front of me. Plus 475. Not enough bang for your buck there. No. I mean, I don't, I don't see a bet. I like to fade the top of the board here with Cole, but I don't see a bet. Is there anything... I'm missing here. Is there anyone live? Like Castillo has the stuff to do, but he hasn't been great either. I don't, it's probably going to be Cole. It's probably going to be Cole. Probably going to be Cole. Still enough runway, still quarter of the season to go, <clears throat> but we're saying Cole at minus 230, by the way, at DraftKings, just to be exact on that. Framber Valdez plus 450, then Gaussman at six to one uh, on the DraftKings numbers. 
Um, all right, I did this with Spore the other day. Let me do it with you. I'll, I'll name the team. You tell me who is Dunzo and who still has a, uh, a puncher's chance here. Oh, I like a- this. Angels. Done. We're talking postseason here, not even division. We're just talking postseason. Yankees. Oh, d- done. Yeah, d- uh, Yankees are done. Minus 675, no, at some spots to make the, play- <laughs> to make the playoffs. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks. Fun to watch, though. Oh, <laughs> real fun to watch. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Arizona is not, they're not done just because they played so bad and they're still within shouting distance. Like, you can't play this. Bad. Eventually, they're going to turn around. They're probably not going to make it, but not done. Not done. Still a, uh, a puncher's chance. And by the way, the Diamondbacks, if you look at the, uh, just to uh, reiterate what Will was saying, the wild card standings, Diamondbacks are two out. So, I mean, can they really be done? Two They're going to have to win a game, though. They can't back their way into the playoffs. They're going to have to win another game in 2023 to get in. Yes, that is, that is true. Now they are down yeah. to 500. They're a 500 baseball team. Just an awful stretch. Uh, San Diego Padres, who are four out of a wild card. No one wants to pronounce them dead. Nobody. Be the first one. I'm going to do it. There you go. Musgrove's not coming back either. They're done. If we could just stop talking about them too, that'd be great. I can't stand it. Well, here's the thing. This should be the rule. They're 55 and 59. Until you get to 500, just everybody stop talking. Yeah. When you get to 500, we can talk about them again. Um, Cincinnati Reds, who currently would be tied for the final wild card with the Cubs. No, you can't rule them dead just because of where they're at in the standings. The division's weak enough. You got some pitchers coming back. So same sort of boat as Arizona where, um, you know, unlikely. I don't think they're going to get in, but you can't pronounce them done. All right. And last one, because the Yankees, who are four and a half out of a wild card, uh, we did, and the Angels, who are seven out, we didn't mention the Red Sox, who are five out. Done? Yeah, they're not making it. They're done. Too, too much. Too many teams. Done. Okay. There's a miss the playoffs bet that corresponds to any of those. Um, if you believe in what Will's saying, have a way at it. Have, have at it. Week one preseason. Are you a preseason better? Yes. Uh, not as much as I used to be. I'm, I'll put it this way. I don't, I've got buddies that bet it and bet it big and they'll text me before it moves that, Hey, this is about to get hit and I'll get on it. But like, there's like a, a minute, 30 seconds, sometimes less window before that moves. And when it moves, uh, it's interesting because it moves so much. It's it's almost like a in baseball a runner going from first and third, and he's running to the base so fast he overslides the base. Like these lines move too much. Like the Jets were minus two and a half. They they went up to plus four. It was a six and a half point line movement and through the zero. You just get some monster movements where people bet it. Somebody gives it out. Some some major influencer releases it and it gets tailed, and it just keeps getting bet and bet and bet. And I think he probably gets too much. So. I, I think fading these monster, monster line moves is the way to go, but it's just different than it used to be. I feel like you used to just have all day to uh, all week to look at these lines and decide what you want to do. There's just so much rapid movement. Now it's, it's hard unless you're really doing the work in terms of who's going to play their starters, unless you're getting good information, but uh, it, it's tough. But I, I do agree that that teasers like teasing the dogs is good. Anyone that lets you tease totals down th- three teamers is good, but not nothing that uh, like, Nothing great. I I would play the Jets at plus three and a half right now because Salad does like to win in the preseason. I watched in Hard Rocks last night. They were annoyed they lost that first game. There is a decent trend on these 0-1 teams in week two. And, and you can tell Sal's like, we gave this game away. It was self-inflicted. So uh, I, I would take the plus three and a half with the Jets. Did you love the very first scene where uh, Salah was trying to do this great analogy in front of his team? And, and it was an analogy about an eagle and not a jet. 
Did that occur to you? Birdie the crow. I, I got <laughs> lost. I I wasn't sure what was going on. I was like, isn't that Rogers dangerous? comes off well though? You know, people don't like him. I would say Rogers comes off pretty well. I know you said you fell asleep after the first 15 minutes or so. Yeah. I think really since he's joined New York, he's done. Like he's been to Knicks and Rangers games. He's been good with the media. He's good with his teammates. He he's. I don't know. Like he's. You're gonna have to win, but I. I think people are going to start to feel a little differently on Rogers if they do uh, about Rogers if they do win because uh, he's come off well here. I think not only last night but just since joining the Jets. What about this notion? And by the way, I, I tried doing this bet at some spots yesterday, and it, and let's just say it ain't allowed everywhere uh, to any amount of money that would make it worth playing. There were 560 yeah. possible three-team 10-point over teasers in the NFL week one of the preseason last year. They went 560 and 0, talking about the the combinations, the permutations, the factorial math you have to do on that. 560 and 0. Uh, I tried making this bet at, at a couple spots yesterday, and uh, yeah, they weren't having it. Uh, have you noticed that as well? And if you if you can make them, would you be all over the place making them? Yes, as you say, faraway places. If you have a bunch of outs, some do, but it, it's hard to find. Like DraftKings doesn't let you. I don't know if any of the legal books let you. So. It's hard. I don't know if you wanted to share where they let you and where they didn't. Did you find one place that let you do it or no? Uh, I was 0 for 2, and then I got distracted. So, yeah, I'm going to try life, again today. Life got in the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was just like, really? It's wow. You're, yes. not, you're not letting for any. I mean, there was, it was so small that you're just like, there's no point in doing this. So I, I was, you know, we can talk about it, but if it's not in, if it's not a practical thing right. that's actually happening, right. uh, then, then there's really not the much fantasy. else to say. Yeah, it's total fantasy. Um, but if it were, if you did find a spot where it, you, it was being allowed liberally, and I'm sure there is a spot out there that is, um, are you all about it? Would you do it again? Because the adjustments on the totals don't appear to have been there. Yes, I would. Uh, like you said, the, the adjustments aren't there. And there's just, I mean, you put up, uh, when you adjust it with the teaser with the 10 points, I mean, 27 and a half at a football game. Like, I know the offense is bad, but you could still get t- t- turnovers with your defense. I mean, it's just very hard to stay under 27 and a half of a football game. Sure, it could happen, but there comes there comes a point where, like, the bar is just too low to stay under it. So I, I do think they are good plays if you could find them. Um, okay. What is your most controversial? You've been on, you've talked about this before on the show, but I've asked this of everybody. What's your most off-market yeah. sort of controversial take on the NFL, either on a team, on an award, whatever it is this year. I'll stick with the two New York teams. I think the Giants have a chance to maybe have the worst record in the league. I just think they were so lucky last year. It was such, it was so based on uh, an easy schedule. And I was all about Dable coach of the year. And the reason I was on him is because like I watch this team, they have no talent whatsoever. The fact they got in the playoffs, I think he's going to win it. I was pounding my fist for that one all year. But now it flips. Now they went from like a super pillow soft schedule to a brutal schedule. And remember, Jones has had a history, not last year, but he's had a history of getting hurt. Barkley's had a history of getting hurt. Jones is a running quarterback, which makes him more likely to get hurt. Uh, if they ever lost to Arizona in week two, that could flip it. I think there's a 29 to one out there for them to have the worst record. I think they're going to be awful. Well, not awful. They could be as good as they were last year and have an awful record. I should put it that way. So I think they're going to be bad. And the other side of town, I think the Jets are going to be really good. I think people discounting Rodgers, looking at last year's stats, are making a huge mistake. I think he's going to be reinvigorated, a little new lease on life, have a good defense. Him and Wilson's going to be a great combo. I know the schedule is brutal the first six weeks, six weeks, but if they can survive that, I think they're in really good shape. So it'd be fun if they're good, too. Rodgers in New York, Jets haven't been good in a while, so I'm rooting for that, too. But I think Jets will be good, Giants will be bad. What do you need those first six weeks from them for, for your prediction to manifest? Two and four, three and three? What do you I need? Think you take, 
Yeah, split would be. I think a split would be. Yeah. If you could get a split and just move on with your season, you're in no. good shape. And that might be a time. Hey, I like the Jets, but I, I shouldn't jump into week six, see how those go out. Because if I get two and four, I can get a really good number. Market can overreact, look to pour dirt on them, and maybe that's a good time to jump in after week six. Well, we're simpatico on the Giants because that's my favorite bet of the alternate season win total under. I did not play the worst record, but I like that you're getting frisky with it on that. And again, I keep getting back to if you look at that team, particularly when they went out to that monster, monster record early. Ben don't break, you know, being great in high leverage situations is wonderful, but drawing the line from that to great coaching is a very, very precarious thing. I would even call it a fallacy. And so some people will be like, well, yeah. that's great coaching. Look at Dable. They're ama-. No, it doesn't work like that from year to year. It just doesn't. Could it? I mean, could it? Getting know? other teams to miss field goals. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Field goal defense, as we like to call it. Yeah. The uh, cousin of free throw defense, which is the other great one in basketball. Thank you, Will. Always a pleasure. Plug away. Twitch.tv slash Gold Boys Network. Appreciate it, Gil. Thanks for having me. Will Hill, everybody. Always a pleasure hanging out with Will and talking sports betting with him. Tim Lawson from The Better Life on Soccer and Bet Bash next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place the same game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game, and if all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 and over wager, please. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. U.S. promotional offers not available in Kansas, Mississippi, D.C., Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877 877- 8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This offer not valid to Puerto Rico residents. It's Gil Alexander. It's Bet Bash 3, y'all. Spanky's just tremendous.
sports betting conference. BetBash 2 might have been the greatest thing ever. I would imagine BetBash 3 will top it. Uh, if you couldn't be here this year, please consider doing it next year. And the beauty of it is that uh, folks from the conference are kind enough to uh, roll through the studio during a, during a numbers game and beyond. And I'm, I'm always uh, appreciative of that because it's not an easy uh, easy sort of drive down here. But Tim Lawson fits the bill right now. He comes to us from BetBash. He's attending BetBash 3. He is the host of the Better Life podcast. That's B-E-T-T-O-R. Timothy. How you doing, man? I'm well, Gil. I, you know, I'm glad that you made the point about the trek down here. Yes. Because I actually... Do I owe people money? Should I be reimbursing them for the trip down here? Um, I will happily take your money. But um, what I was actually going to... The sentiment I was going to share is I think it's a testament to how respected you are and how oh, well, pe- how much people want to collaborate you that so many people are, are willing to make this, this trek Tell down here. Tell me more, Tim. Tell me more. No, I'm um, Also, you're putting me on the same slate as Will Hill, plus EV plus Analytics, Spreadopedia. I suppose there isn't any group of people from BetBash that I felt like I could have uh, like matched well with, but <laughs> no. uh, got me. I, I feel like I'm under pressure over here. Uh, yesterday was uh, Pozzola and Michael Craig. Rufus is going to be in uh, later this week. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a star-studded affair. Sure. I look, I look for it. You are absolutely, of course, on par with all of that. Can you, if, for people who, don't, who aren't familiar with your podcast, Let's start there. Sure. Um, you found a really, and I and I I say this when you're not around. Also, you found a really great niche because you would describe it as Rec Plus for the Rec Plus better. Yes, in both sports betting and casino gaming, right? So, um, you know, people who you know, the better life was inspired uh, by you know, I would the Philadelphia uh, New England Super Bowl. Right, this is pre-PASPA, so sports betting is not legal yet. Most people aren't into it. And I was, and I was, I told my, the group I had, I had Giselle over one and a half appearances on the broadcast. And of course, everybody I told was fascinated. They're like, "What? You can bet on that?" And I'm yeah. like, "Well, ca- kind of, right?" Um, but now all of a sudden, everybody's watching it in a different lens, and like the better life, just the idea that is better. You just experience things a little differently. But that was a be- that was a good thing. I mean, you were smart enough to realize that that was a, a niche that hadn't been really fulfilled because most of us who did sports betting podcasts, we were super in the weeds of sports betting and nothing otherwise casino related really mattered to us. And the same existed of the, of the casino betters. And so there is this group in the middle, if you will, that is somewhat intrigued by both. And so you, you hit on that. You've done a great job over 200 episodes, right? Yeah. I had just dropped 214 drop this week. Wow. You were going to retire it after 200, weren't you? Yeah. I mean, the, the birth of my daughter, I thought was going to, uh, going to be it, but, (laughs) uh, we may, you know, what was great is I I thought I was going to do episode 200 before, uh, she came around. I thought that was going to be it. And then I I got too busy, couldn't do it. And can you cut that, uh, Wyatt for us? And we'll give that to his daughter 15 (laughs) years from now. So she knows what kind of dad she is. Um, okay, so let me ask you. I don't want the time to run out before you give us your soccer picks. Because sure. you're you're a big beyond World Cups and that kind of thing. You're a big soccer better. Yes. What is the what is the league that you are known for the most? Would you say I'm probably most known for the USL, the United Soccer League. Yeah. Um, so that's the second tier Amer- professional. Yeah, the Las Vegas your, Lights. Uh, your an tribute. Of theirs. Yeah. What you're wearing. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's tightened up over the years. Three years ago, you could get a competitive dog at like eight to one going into a game. It was, I mean, it was, oh, it was so juicy. It's tightened up a lot, but there's still opportunities. But you know, for me, soccer see, soccer starts, uh, you know, in the spring for American soccer. What for, was the standard limit when you could do eight to ones? Like, what was the standard limit on a on a bet in one of those games at that time? Uh, you know, 
uh day of i could i could get a nickel down okay you know and, and like that doesn't sound like a lot to many people but at my level it was enough nickel's right? a nickel yeah uh, okay we're at the quarterfinals of the women's world cup yes quarters weird tournament weird both weird in results and weird and it's really tough to like uh to, to like feel like i'm keeping my my finger on the pulse with everything happening overnight and you know uh, had this had this been a normal tournament in the middle of the day i would have watched 90 percent of the matches i was lucky to have caught me four or five this yeah. tournament yeah i feel i, I don't you know you, you do this just by a sense there's no real science behind this but i i do feel and this is no surprise that once the u.s got knocked even a little before the u.s got knocked out this was probably the surprising part Yes, it's easy to say once they got knocked out, interest here fell off the cliff, uh, fell off a cliff a little bit. But yeah. I kind of sensed it beforehand too. I don't know if I was wrong about that. But we're down to Spain, Netherlands, Japan, Sweden, Australia, France, England, and Colombia as the eight teams. Is there a bet here? These are Thursday, Friday, and one the uh, Spain Netherlands game is tonight, and then uh, two on Saturday, the Australia, France, and England Colombia games. What do you like here, this group? Well, let me say uh, first from a non-betting perspective. Four really good matches. I think these. I think these matchups are really interesting. So even though we didn't get the Germany's and U.S.'s of of the world, I think uh, I think we're getting a quarterfinals that have a set of good matches. Uh, Spain and Netherlands. I'm staying away from. Um, I, I've looked at this match a handful of times. I can't find something uh, that I like. Japan, though, I am uh, I am in on Japan. I mean, this this team. It's clear they came in with a with uh, you know with tactics that they wanted to employ and they're doing it perfectly and and teams have not been able to to stop them from doing it yet. So um, actually, what so, is that tactic? Are they more defensive? What counter. They? counter. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. their counter attack is just it, it, it's beautiful. Uh, I mean, they're, they're converting uh, lower xG goals, so we'll see if they can keep the small sample size in their favor uh, with the with the good variance, but. Um, I actually played the uh, the Asian handicap on that, so like minus uh, one or minus point two five is how it'll it'll uh, or minus a quarter. It's half a bet on on pick'em and half a bet on minus half a goal uh, for people who are unfamiliar. But that's the bet. I got that at minus one ten. Uh, Australia France. I actually think this could open up if there's a goal early. Uh, I think if uh, if we see a goal, I think in the first thirty minutes, I think this could really open up for for both sides. So mm. um, over two point two five on the Asian handicap on the um, I got that at plus one hundred five. Uh, Sam Kerr hopefully will start. Uh, she came in off the bench uh, the last one. Hopefully she'll start um, and uh, and and see that game through. And you know. That sneaky golden boot bet's not going to happen. It's though. not going to happen. Yeah. When it, when I saw that she was coming on the bench, I knew that yeah. was dead. She had to start for it to have any any chance. Uh, and then England, Colombia. Uh, Lauren James, uh, you know, stepped on a Nigerian player, got a red card, and she'll miss this match. Uh, I saw that she. Uh... She was not unintentional about that. <laughs> no. Yeah. She has since been apologetic, but it's kind of <laughs> like we all saw you yeah. deliberately step on her. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I'm taking a fly with Colombia at six to one. Uh, I also took them plus uh, plus full goal at minus one fifteen. Uh, I think Colombia can keep this close, and um, if they can look, I mean, what, England has played well. Uh, they've played solid uh, soccer, but I don't know if they've played anybody that makes you con- convinced that they're going to let go, go take away this one running. So uh, I'm t- I like Columbia here. Who's winning it all? Is there a bet there? Japan. Japan. Yeah. What's their number right now? F- plus four fifty. Yeah, I don't know if I would take this, but that's my um, uh, like. If if you believe me that Colombia can uh, has a fighting chance against England, I mean, yeah. you can get them at twenty eight to one. Still. I mean, is that the takeaway from this tournament that everybody appears to have a fighting chance against everybody, or we know nothing really? 
Yes, uh, the y- latter. Yes. The, the, I think more the latter. Yeah. I think I think the game has developed in more countries in the past four years, and or, like, it has taken a meaningful step forward. I guess I, I mean um, than we really anticipated. So. All right, we have a minute left. Yes. Tell me what you're looking forward to most at Bet Bash 3. Speed networking in about an hour. Um, yeah, Matt, who's coming in after you, Matt Buckalter, he's like, Will I get back for speed dating? I was like, Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll have you on early I'd, enough. I'd you'll appreciate get back if we for... called it speed networking. So <laughs> I'm going speed dating. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll go speed dating with 15 di- different sports bettors. But, uh, tell, me, tell me what you're looking to accomplish at speed networking. I'm trying to find uh, other soccer bettors and maybe are in leagues that I'm not as in tune with okay. um, or people who have access to data that uh, is more efficient. So than... awesome. This is like the greatest idea because yep. everybody got their angle on what they're looking for and how they can be and with the way they have it set up with the you answer questions and they match you i'm confident that with all my soccer specific answers that i'm going to get connected with a handful of people that are going to that are going to be an asset yeah and you can also because you come and this is also part and parcel with that you can detect very quickly what you would not be interested in yes or who you would not be interested in. sure but at bet bash that's probably a, a smaller fraction than it would be anywhere else yeah yeah um, and then the Twitter panel. I mean, let's just be real. I mean, I think <laughs> I think that might be the most well attended part of this whole. Uh, I think everybody wants to hear the, the the discussion out of that panel. I love mine, but I kind of know you're right that yeah. more people are going to be at that one. Yeah. I will be at yours now. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate. But I'm looking it. forward to the Twitter one. Sammy P uh, moderating the Twitter panel, which Rob Pizzola will be on, among yes. others, the gambling Twitter panel. I think Jeffrey Benson will be on there as well. Tim Lawson at The Better Life. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, I love it. My man. Coming back with Matt Buckalter and uh, Matt, Matt Buckalter. Season win totals alternate next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album. Will or won't it be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.